What did you say? I've got a joke. Are you cool with that? Of course I'm cool with that. Can you please reflect the shirt I'm wearing? Oh, yeah. So it's uh, Darth Vader and it says number one dad. By the way, you can um, see this on the Game on Australia Facebook page so my daughter, and our YouTube channel. My daughter, Luca, who's as much of a nerd as me, bought it for me for Father's Day. And I promised her that I'd wear it on a podcast day. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep forgetting. And she keeps asking me. And then I, I, the look at her face today when I came out wearing the shirt, mate. It's like, oh, I loved it. Dad, you're a legend. I'm you're like, a legend. I know. You're number one dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd... um. Keep it with a cowboy theme, seeing I'm still playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, Yeah, right. So, bloke moves. Bloke's had enough of the rat race. Yeah. Moves to a log cabin deep in the hills. Yeah. Just wants nothing to do with anything other than peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah. And he thinks he's in a really secluded spot. And about half an hour after moving in, he hears this knock on the door. Mm. He goes to the front door. There's a cowboy there. Mm. Hey, Barnum, your new neighbor. I guess so. Hello? He goes, I'm having a housewarming party for you. Would you like to come? And the guy says, well, well, I've come to, you know, sort of escape all that. He goes, no, man, uh, there's going to be a lot, some, some good eating, some good eating. Do you like good food and good eating? The guy goes, yeah, I do. He goes, oh, well, that's great. There's going to be a lot of drinking too. Do you like to drink? The guy goes, yeah, I like to drink. And the cowboy goes, well, there's going to be a lot of drinking. There's also going to be a lot of swearing because with the drinking comes the swearing. Do you mind some swearing, some cussing? And the bloke goes, no problems. And the guy goes, well, there's also going to be some fighting because with the drinking and the cussing comes some fighting. Do you like a good fight? He goes, well, he goes, and with the fighting, there comes some loving, some good loving. There's going to be a lot of good loving. You want to come to this party? And the, the bloke goes, bloody hell, who's going to be at this party? The cowboy goes, just you and me, partner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Game on! Game on! Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game on Australia podcast, episode 103. You bloody beauty, Pete! Lovely. Well done as we record this on a beautifully sunny day in Perth. Not a good day for gaming. Not a good day. No, every day is a good day for gaming, mate. Because you get the the guilt. Oh, shut up. Thursday, the 8th of November, we're doing this. And. Far out, we've got some stuff to bring you. Um, it's been announced that February 5th is Safer Internet Day. We're actually going to catch up with a couple of very important people who are involved to get the read on what Safer Internet Day mm. is all about. We're also going to be uh, catching up with the director of the Australian Games Awards that were announced this week. Amazing. Yeah, the director, guys. The director. The guy who runs the damn thing. Put How did a, you get that through? Did you? I do what I do. <laughs> might put in a good word for Game on Australia. Yeah. Hey, uh, is there going to be a brand new Mass Effect? We'll get to that too. Game on, game on, it's game time. Excellent, game on, game on, it's game time. Excellent. Boom. Game on! Game on! Yes! Hello, my name is Pete. Hello, my name is Dan the Internet. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, Dan. Peter, what else do we bloody love? Daniel? 
Bloody gaming. Bloody gaming, mate. You beauty. Big thanks to all of our good mates who help us along with this absolute beast. Our extraordinary team who are doing a lot of work. Amazing and, work. Uh, Absolutely amazing work. And it's not unnoticed at all. Beautiful thing. Gameonaus.com and uh, all the rest of it. Social media is lighting up. It's uh, looking really good. And um, we thank you so much for it, guys. Uh, also, PLE Computers, our tech sponsor. Nice big box of goodies on the way, Daniel. Um, now, I've got a little plan for those goodies as well. I, I love it when you have a little plan. You're like the um, uh, uh, Hannibal from the A-Team. No, oh, no, not that Hannibal. No, no, the other Hannibal. Oh, the other Hannibal. I love it when a plan comes together. Oh, That's, yeah, you know, the yeah, cigar yeah. out of his mouth. That's you, mate. Yeah, yeah. A bit before my time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm sure my age, aren't I? What an old, what's that old bastard on about? Well, people are like... Shut up, old man! People say to, say to me, have you seen the A-Team? Oh, yeah, I loved Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? No, what? George no. Papad, mate. Exactly. Um, <laughs> AndrewHogue.com, you might be listening to oh, us on rock that on. as well. So uh, They're doing great you. stuff, actually. They, like they I've really noticed are. on their Facebook page, they're doing lots of um, interactive stuff with the community, which is yep. fantastic. Doing a great job, mm. they are. Uh, now, just really quickly, before we get into the top three things that gamers need to hear this week, got a couple of things to announce. If you go to the Game on Australia Facebook page right now, you've only got today, like by the time this will be live on, on Friday, right? So today's Friday, if yeah. you might be listening to this, the 9th of November. Yeah. You've only got until uh, 5 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time. So to 8 check p.m. Out, Eastern Time. Yeah, yep. to check out the pinned post. And we've got a little competition going on there uh, called Last Comment Win. <laughs> okay? Now... Dan, I, when I fired this up, I thought to myself, you beauty, we're going to get inundated with comments for the next two days. Yeah. Nothing. I Nothing. know what's going to yeah, happen, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like the auction houses on the Facebook yes. groups, okay? Yeah. Everybody's going to snipe at the last minute. Yeah. So I reckon at 4.59 Australian Western Standard Time tomorrow, our phones are going to just start going off. <laughs> bing, bing, um, bing. But the prize is NBA 2K19 on Xbox. Oh, mate, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. Uh, also... Also, we've started laying the groundwork with our fabulous mates over at all the big uh, gaming publishers and developers mm. for our big Christmas promotion, mm -hmm. the 12 Games of Christmas. Mm -hmm. So every day for 12 days leading up to uh, Christmas Eve, we're going to be giving something away. I have already heard from Bandai Namco. Yes. And I've already heard from Bethesda. Yes. Both of them are in. Oh. Okay. Boom. <coughs> boom, boom, boom. Yes, this is also... Is that uh, another song we have to do then? It is, isn't it? It is another song Bloody we have to that's, do. That's yeah. So that'll be another song we have to do. <laughs> We're also going to do some pre-promo. Yeah. We're going to have our rings hanging out. Yeah. Things, simple as that. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's get into the top three things that games need to hear this week. Big news number one. Yes, the Australian Games Awards have been announced. Yes! This is wonderful, wonderful news. If you Google Australian Games Awards, head over to their website. You can nominate whoever you like. It's essentially an open public vote. Uh, so this is going to be the real deal. Um, it's, it looks like a, an absolutely massive opportunity for people to really put their stamp on the industry in terms of who they love and what they're doing. And um, you're welcome to drop us in on uh, probably games publication, I reckon. Um, yeah, there's a few. There's one called the Game Changer. Yep, could yep. be us. Could be us. We're bringing uh, uh, we're bringing audio to uh, oh, a oh, new generation. I wouldn't qu quite call us journalists, but certainly some of our team that write some of the stories for Game on Australia <laughs> the website. Yep, indeed, could certainly be classed as journalists. Although we could also nominate Alex Walker. We could because he is a good mate of ours. Already have. <laughs> good boy. All right, because he's an absolute ripper. And look, that goes with saying that if you're listening to this and. Um, you know, you need a clear message on what to go about nominating. Look, we'd, we'd appreciate it if you nominated us, and that's great. But 
please do keep in mind that there are a lot of great uh, industry representatives in this country who are doing amazing things. So take this seriously. Oh, absolutely. All right. Yeah. You yeah. know, if, if you think that uh, we're an awesome games publication, great. If you think that uh, Kotaku is the number one games publication in the country, vote for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just make sure that you're doing this because as the years goes on and this gets bigger and bigger and bigger, right, it takes serious to create a serious games industry. Agreed. Right. And, and, you know, um, it speaks volumes to me that finally, after ha- all these years of having the Arias and having the Logies, mm. as an example, yep. we've now got a gaming awards for Australia. Yeah. I want to make it bigger than those two. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I think it will. I, I think, but, I think man, within, I reckon, I reckon within five be. years' time, it'll, you know, it'll be broadcast on TV. Well, considering the Logies is going backwards, I don't think it's not that far off. <laughs> well, the fact they rely on you to go to a magazine... And you know, cut out the. Uh, is that what they're still cut doing? Out the cut out the coupon and oh, mate, oh no, I think you can vote online. That still doesn't I mean, matter. Grant Daniel won the gold. <laughs> the guy hosted Family Feud and now hosts some half an hour thing on a Sunday night. Well, and and that's which cu- that's nothing against his talent. No, he's an extraordinary talent. It comes back but, to your point though about you know, taking it seriously, doesn't it? Take it seriously. You know. You know. Because it's is, our chance to have our say. Yeah. As gamers and as not serious gamers, as in I'm serious about it. It's more you know the fact that you treat it as a um, legitimate pastime, Yeah, it's your chance to have your say on, yeah, what you think deserves it. That is Game on Australia. exactly right, mm. my friend. Um, hey, just quickly, because mm. uh, now obviously we've pre-recorded the chat with Joel Van Dahl. Um, he is the director of the Australian Games Awards. He's the guy who put the thing together, yeah. right? With He's the help of other people. He's yeah. brainchild. Um, but you're going to hear that. Uh, a little bit later on in the podcast, because mm. we've got a couple of other things to get through. But I just got a tweet, Dan, mm. from um, JVD. Oh, did you? Yep. JVD dash hashtag the Agers are coming. Just had a chat with the guys at the Game On underscore AUS podcast about the Oz Games Awards. Really pumped with how the event is taking shape. Good on you, you legend. Oh, bloody, bloody beauty. I'm going to go follow him right now. Beauty. Get over there and you follow him. And then if we don't get an award, you unfollow him. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Joel. Just kidding. Bloody love you, mate. Well done. It's a great thing. So you'll hear that interview a little bit later on. It'll basically break it down for you. All right. Uh, the second bit of news that gamers need to hear this week, and this is coming straight from the more, Dan, the more, yeah, yeah, yeah. saying M-A-W, the more, yes. of GameOnAUS.com. Yes. Right. From the legendary one and only... I'm padding here because I can't find the goddamn story. <laughs> You're padding. Where is it? <laughs> on our website. Somewhere. It's on our. It's meant to be on our website. Hang on a sec. Let me go back. Uh, this is November. Sorry, Chris. I, I should have had this up and ready to go um, already. But you know what this does say? This does denote that there's a lot of bloody content. Content, yeah. Um, happening on GameOnAUS.com. So I mean, far out. We're just absolutely pumped. Um, the great man, Chris Inglis, great man, the great man in Fernox has done a retro rocks review. Yes. Yeah. For Jill of the jungle. Yes. So you are a dead set legend and that's online at game on com, right? But it's because, uh, where is it? Here we go. Hang on a sec. Uh, today I was browsing Twitter. He, he says here. And blow me down, hmm. the legends at GOG.com, G-O-G.com, hmm. have re-released Jill of the Jungle, the complete series, for free. Hmm. I raced home from work, downloaded it, a whopping 15 megabytes. 
What was uh, in comparison? What was what was Red Dead Redemption Two? Oh God, it was eighty five like, gig or something, something like that. Yeah. right? and started <laughs> playing it. That grin from ear to ear that I had in 1992 is plastered all over my face once again. My wife, Heather, was watching me play and commented, what the hell are you playing? Jill of the Jungle, and I bloody love it. The absolute gem of a game is 15 playable levels, including a bonus level, various puzzles, including finding keys and gems, transforming into different creatures and making big jumps once you find the power-up. The trilogy game pack also includes Jill Goes Underground and Jill Saves the Prince, which I actually never played back then. For any old school PC gamers, I highly recommend picking this pack up. It's free, so why wouldn't you? As you mentioned, GOG.com. That's where you can get it. Um, special place in my heart for this, because this was the first ever video game I played at a LAN um, at my primary school. Is that right? Yep, dead set. Wow. We were all set up together. Uh, the teacher, uh, Mr. Colley, um, you legend... Uh, yeah, it was year six. Um, we had an overnight land. We bought our sleeping bags and he bought pizza for us and it was wicked. And we played Jill of the Jungle. We played Lemmings, which yeah. by the way, I fired up the other day. Lemmings. And I remember mate. as a kid, it being a lot bigger. I was through it in like five minutes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was a so great game. great game. And we played Doom and all sorts of things. So. I've got some breaking news too, actually. What? Speaking about free stuff to download. What? Uh, PUBG and Pro Evo Soccer 2019 are now free on Xbox One via Microsoft Store. Get out. It'll be limited time. <coughs> it's, it's, I think once you've downloaded it, you play it for a little while, and then once they retract the free offer, mm. it disappears off your thing. Okay. Well, but, get along and go, go play. Yeah. That's, um, thanks to Kaiser for that one. Yeah, good that, on you, Kaiser. Um, I think that's pretty big, especially uh, PES 2019, because I haven't bought that yet. Oh, there you go. Now you can play it. Yes. And then buy it. Yes. Uh, You legend. So there you go. You can check that out at GameOnOz.com. And while you're there, have a look at the third bit of news that we need to talk about about today. Um, So look, you're probably listening to us, uh, you know, either on Friday, the 9th of November, when this goes live, or... Down the track, you know, in a in later in a on binge, in the week, in a binge session, um, but the day that we're recording this, November the eighth, is N seven day. Mm. N seven day. Every year, the legends at Bioware and Mass Effect fans all over the world celebrate N seven day, a day to celebrate all things from the Mass Effect universe. I'm sure there are plenty of Mass Effect fans in the game on Oz community. We're a couple of them. Mm. Uh, so wherever you are today, let's salute Commander Shepard hmm. and our great memories of the series. We salute you. We salute you, sir. Commander Shepard. Yes. Uh, you dead set legend. <laughs> now. It's interesting there's a day dedicated to the game. That's It's awesome. Makes me wonder about what other games should have. Goldeneye should definitely have a day. Absolutely it should have a day. It should have a month. I don't know what day it would have, though. It would be, it'd have to be 007. Maybe it would be. 7th of the 7th or something like that. Mm. Or. Yeah. 7th of July? Maybe. But it's two zeros. Yeah, yeah. And a seven, not two sevens. It's got, yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's a, yeah. Yeah. So if it's 007, maybe it would have to be like this. Uh, you can't Even that's it. 01, you can't do it. No, you can't. You know, unless you do maybe it Maybe go the odd, the odd job route. Just pick, pick April Fool's Day or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, or yeah. you could pick uh, the shortest day of the year. If you're going to go the odd oh, job route. bloody, gr- that's a great, yeah. yes. Or the shortest month. Maybe it's the 7th of February. Oh, that yeah. is it. Oh, my God. That is it. Pedro. That's why you're an ideas man. Legend. Yes. Imagine that. That's, we've got to make this happen. Yeah, we've got to make this happen. The 7th happen. of February. The 7th of February. Every is, year is Golden Eye Day. It's Golden Eye Day. <laughs> God damn, we're amazing. Okay, now, um, 
listen, Bioware has today released a patch for the Xbox One X version of Mass Effect Andromeda, which didn't get great reviews, but yeah. anyway. That'll let you play in high resolution with full HDR. They've also released a video celebrating N7 Day 2018, which you can check out. Now, we've pulled a bit of audio from this video because mm. something happens at the end of the interviews. Mm. Take a listen, all right, and then we'll come back to it. N7 means having a community. N7 is a celebration of something bigger. N7 means fighting to protect the people you love. N7 is about diversity. N7 means adventure. N7 is seeing someone in those red and white stripes and knowing what they've been through. N7 is a chance to explore what it's like to be someone else. N7 is finding new stories and making my own. To me, Mass Effect means that there's always something new to play, to interact with, to explore in the universe. And that's actually one of the reasons why we're doing an Xbox One X patch for Mass Effect Andromeda with better resolution, HDR lighting, and that should be available today. All right, now I'm just going to pause it there for a moment, right? Because we're just about to hear from the last in this montage of people from the company, BioWare. Uh General Manager of BioWare, Casey Hudson. Have a listen. Means coming into the studio every day, dreaming about what the next great Mass Effect game will be. Now, he mentions that, dreaming of what the next great Mass Effect game will be. Yeah. Then he stares at the screen, right, or at the camera, for a while, and then he takes a drink from his mug. Right? And on the mug are the words, I should go, in Mass Effect font. And then the door closes. Oh. And then he turns back to his computer. Which we could speculate, given the look on his face. Yeah. They're in the process of making another Mass Effect. Another Mass Effect, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fair assumption to make. So this, you know, this is something that um, our good man who wrote the story, Chris Inglis, again, Inferno, mm-hmm. he picked this up, mm. had a good look, mm. and uh, mate, you might be onto something. Here. It reeks of that because generally, why would he in a video, you know, as a video editor myself, why would you have a guy drinking out of a mug <laughs> without some kind of. Uh, Semblance of There's meaning a reason. or symbolism from it, you know. So. <laughs> well, especially when all of the others are mm. just like standing up, staring at the camera. He's like, he's the only one who's who's got a prop. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Unless he's, because he's the head guy, isn't he? He's the head honcho. Maybe he's, you know, listen guys, I own this company, so I'm going to have the last scene with my mug. Because I love my mug. I love my <laughs> mug. It's the best. <laughs> I own this mug. I'll fire you if I can't go in this video with my mug. I own the company that made this mug. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is a very um, in sort of joke. In joke, but it's people still joke. find it funny, people surely. Still, they love it. We find it funny. We absolutely love it. Well, yeah, that's exciting news, Peter, because, um, and quite frankly, with if they're dedicating a day to Mass Effect, then they'd be stupid not to release another game. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, um, look, uh, at the you end imagine, of the day, all Imagine if uh, the end of Red Dead Redemption, they go, nah, that's it, guys. We're done. Yeah, get stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> We're off, you rock star. Yeah, that's right. You nuggets. <laughs> you know. um, so, look, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, cool. All right, that is the top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Done and dusted for another week. Yeah. Hey, got him. Dan, let's get into our first interview, shall we? Yes, I'm very excited about this, Peter. Dan Vandermeer. Pete Corelli. We love the internet. We bloody love the internet. We bloody love it. You know what else we bloody love? Bloody gaming, Pete! Yes, we do indeed, Dan. Now, uh, we're joined by a couple of very special guests right now. I'd like to introduce Darren Kwan. He is the AESA president. Thank you for joining us on the Game on Australia podcast. 
Thank you, gentlemen. It's great to be here. Happy to join you all. Oh, they all say that. Yeah, they do. They actually. do all yes. say that. Yes, they do indeed. <laughs> and we're also joined right now by Paul as the Marketing Communications Manager for eSafety and responsible for the Safer Internet Day campaigns. Thank you for joining us on the Game in Australia podcast also. Thank you. It's great to be with Darren, but not so much with you two. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. say that too. Yeah, they do say that. Yeah. More often than they say everything else. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Right. Uh, that's good, mate. You're going to fit right in here. Uh, now, look, the reason why we've got you guys on here is because we saw a little thing pop up uh, the other day that there is something very special happening on February the 5th, and that is Safer Internet Day. And, Paul, look, you're, you're driving this, and we'd love to hear more about it. Can you tell us about Safer Internet Day? Yeah, look, happy to. Thanks so much for the opportunity to be able to talk to you guys and your audiences as well. Look, uh, Safer Internet Day isn't new. It's been around for a long time, uh, celebrated worldwide. It's a worldwide day where we stop and just think about uh, being safe online. Uh, so it's run by uh, the InHope and InSafe network um, that comes out of the UK. It's supported by the European Commission as well. Uh, in Australia, the Office of the Safety Commissioner is the committee that's responsible for delivering uh, Safer Internet Day in the country. There is a theme for Safer Internet Day every year that comes out, and uh, this year the, the lead theme is Together for a Better Internet. And it's really, as I said, just making people stop and think about uh, being safe online, how they engage with people, and what we've done in Australia, we've taken that, um, that theme a little bit further and brought out what we're talking about being called the four R's of online safety. For your older listeners, they might remember the, the three R's, reading, writing and arithmetic. Um, we're now trying to bring out uh, what is the, the four R's of online safety. And they really are around four key areas. One is around um, respect. So treating yourself and treating others as the way you'd like to be treated. And this applies both online and offline. Uh, the second R is responsibility. So being accountable for your actions and taking a stand when you feel there's something wrong online. The third is reasoning, and that's questioning what is real. And this is really around the whole hype of fake news at the moment. And then the last is resilience, and that's being able to build that resilience to get back from tough situations. So we've got respect, we've got responsibility, we've got reasoning, and we've got resilience. resilience. And I can tell you already right off the back, looking at those four R's, and I mean, we play a fair bit of games and, and do a fair bit of online gaming, and already I can see where, especially respect and responsibility when it comes to even just interacting with the rest of the community and some of the conversations that go on in lobbies and so on and so forth, those in particular, all four of these are important, but those in particular, I can already place them into situations that I've yeah. been, and I'm sure that this is the general case for most people, Paul. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you know, whether it's online or offline, you're absolutely correct. You know, there's a ton of positives uh, about your online experiences, whether it's gaming or otherwise, but especially in, in gaming, you know, being able to connect with people, being able to make friends, and, and certainly in the esports area, being able to compete, mm. uh, generating those, those skills, but... With every good thing, there are, there are some, some issues as well uh, where, you know, we could potentially see whether it's, it's problematic internet use where it's too much or whether it's interacting with strangers who are actually trying to make contact with you, uh, in-game bullying and harassment, which is what you might be referring to there in, in what you're seeing, mm -hmm. uh, potential gambling. Um, in, the, in the case of children, those in-game and in-app purchases, they, they might inadvertently be um, subjected to. 
And then, of course, the security and vulnerabilities, uh, the other issues as well. But you're absolutely right. Whilst putting all of this together, what are some of the barriers that people have spoken about when it comes to making sure that, you know, they're getting these four R's across the line? And Yeah, look, I think personally I feel that the biggest barrier is the screen that sits between them and their audiences. You know, most of the stuff people just don't do face-to-face. It's no. only when they're sitting behind a screen that their, their behaviours do tend to change. Paul, I've got, um, my kids go to primary school and there's a real, I feel like I'm fighting a losing battle there when it comes to the, um, what gaming, the, the sort of aura that gaming has. There's a lot of parents who don't understand it and particularly um, stuff like with Fortnite and with Roblox too, you know, there's this real anti, it's just, it's gaming's fault that people, that people, that kids are getting vulnerable. And it's really great to hear that there's a, there's a sort of a, a process in place to make it more about, well, it's not gaming. It's, there's some elements of gaming, but you get the same elements in social media and you see it on Facebook every day with some of the awful things that people say. So, um, this, this is good little fodder for me to take back to the parents at school and say, stuff you. It's not, it's (laughs) there is actually responsibility for one of the four R's that we have to bring as people online to make it a better place for everyone. Yeah, can I just say, I think given, given you know, respect and responsibility yeah. to two of the R's, maybe stuff you isn't the way to go about it, right? You know, maybe maybe we start with something a little bit more gentle, like, hey, can I introduce you to this particular thing that's going on right yeah, now? that's right. What do you reckon, Paul? Well, just find a word that starts with R and we're okay. Yeah, cool, yeah. yeah awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, look, we've also got, as we mentioned, Darren Kwan here, the president of the AESA. Bring us up to speed on what the AESA actually stands for what it does and their involvement in this great event as well. Yeah, so the Australian Esports Association has been around five years. Uh, We started in 2013 as an association of like-minded individuals in the esports and gaming tournament space to basically come together and and generate some unity and agreement on simple areas like uh, anti-discrimination and and things like anti-bullying and all those kind of things that that we've just been talking about. Uh, So we've had a a long-standing policy around around, uh, cyberbullying and anti-discrimination and and we try to work with industry and a number of tournament organisations and teams and players and so on about well, what's due process? What's the best way to behave? What, what's accepted codes of conduct and all that kind of stuff uh, in the space? Uh, especially when we, you know, right now we're, we're overseas in Taiwan with our national team playing against uh, 38 other countries. Uh, and so it, it's important that all these players that are in the space are given grounding with what what uh, those four R's are and, and what it translates to in our policy and, and how we expect their code of conduct to be and their behavior standards to be, mm. uh, especially now when they're interacting with other other teams from around the world as a national representative. Mm. So it goes really from bottom up and we encourage that in our high school space and our university space and so on. Uh, and that's really where where the ASA stands. It's it's an entity that's there to just bring that that unity together and agreement on on those policies. Yeah. So we we stood behind what uh, behind the February fifth event and said, look, we we agree with all the principles that are being raised. Uh, we support it, and we'll basically amplify any of the messaging that goes out. I think this is a really great opportunity to do so as well, because obviously, you know, I'm 32. Um, Dan is 45, uh, is, you know, somewhere north of there. Um, and, uh, look, we, we came through a period where, um, you know, gaming and esports, and when we were younger, it, it didn't really, 
have as big a grounding and it wasn't as as professional an industry and as a possibility as a career as, as what it is for, for kids today. So there wasn't really much need. And, and the other thing that goes without saying is there wasn't the online communities that are available today yeah. as well. So... The 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 thing that um that we didn't have obviously growing up as gamers was the the real need for these particular sort of um, initiatives to be put into place. Whereas now there is a real need for it, and the beauty about you guys connecting the way that you are is you can deliver that need to the younger people coming through. So as they get a good grounding as younger people and they continue to come into the industry and become the professionals of the industry, they will then on-sell that particular good grounding to everybody else coming through yep. the industry as well. Yep. So it is a magnificent thing that you guys are doing. Um, we applaud you for it. The obvious question is the natural next step. If there are people, in particular our listeners, who want to get involved and make sure that they're actually putting this forward in their own houses and their own communities, what are some of the ways that they can do that, Paul? Look, first and foremost is the uh, Safer Internet Day site. So if you go to uh, esafety.gov.au forward slash SID, SID being Safer Internet Day, uh, you can find a ton of ways to engage, whether you are an individual uh, wanting to promote the message of, of the overall theme or any of those four R's, or whether you're an organisation that actually wants to do something internally, whether you want to promote externally to your customers, or uh, you might want to use um, some of your other vehicles in order to get the message out. But at the end of the day, that's all we're trying to do is to help people realise that, you know, Safer Internet Day shouldn't be one day of the year. It should be every single day. Great. But if we can take this one day to help educate people around some behaviours that they should display online, we go a lot further to making the, uh, the internet a much safer, more respectful, more resilient, more responsible uh, place. And uh, that's really what we're trying to achieve. So that's the first step is to get on there. There's a ton of social media tiles. Uh, there's a really cool campaign that's running around animals. So we've got some, some pretty cool resilient turtles. We've got some uh, respect dogs. We've got um, some zebras and uh, a couple of other animals up there that you can use. They're quite quirky, so they'll be fun to share around and people will. We're trying to create a, a viral, viral uh, promotional activity around the day. Well, we're more than happy to jump in on that because, as Dan said, he's got kids. Um, I myself have kids now. You know, I've got a, a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter. I've got another half-year-old daughter. My two-and-a-half-year-old is starting to walk around with the PlayStation controller. And, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm proud. Yes. I, I'm certainly oh, yeah. proud. Um, but she's walking around going, Daddy Spider-Man, Spider-Man, wanting to play <laughs> these games, wanting to get involved. Because, obviously, you know, in our household, gaming um, and online communities and, and that sort of thing is is quite a big deal. So... Let's uh, continue the conversation and let's make sure that uh, anything that we can do to help, to help you guys get the message out there, you're letting us know because uh, you've got a friend in Game on Australia for this. We think it's fantastic. Oh, thanks so much to you guys. Really appreciate it. And also to, to Darren as well and the crew. Thanks for get, helping us get this really important community message out. And look, you know, you might think two and a half year, years is, uh, is, is young, but, you know, some children don't have a choice when their parents are putting their ultrasound picture online already. So it begins before you're yeah. even born. Uh, and kids are picking up these tablets and, uh, and they're, they're just taking to them naturally. So, you know, the, the best we can do to start to instill the right behaviours uh, is exactly where we want to go. But, look, just coming back to some of those points that you talked about earlier, really around um, 
with parents. And that's the key thing that they can do is take the time to actually learn about those esports games that their children are playing, get actively engaged, understand and play with them. That actually might go a lot, uh, a lot to learning about uh, their children's behaviours and help identify potentially some risks that are out there. But, you know, there's classifications of games that can help. There's tips, simple things like turning off if chat if you're getting bullied or, you know, stop playing with bullies. There's great things that the esports guys have done with, you know, being able to communicate with moderators or player tribunals, issuing reform cards or bans or reporting to the moderators as well. So there's a ton of, of safety nets in place and, uh, you know, we, we're encouraged by what we're seeing. Look, I think it's so important what the Office of uh, eSafety is doing and, and what Paul's doing and it's such an incredible uh, incredible step forward that we start tackling this issue. It's been such an underlying uh, problem that, you know, a lot of gamers have been on the forefront of being, uh, being the most digital citizen of, of, uh, of our, of our citizenry. Uh, and, uh, and it's good to just have that conversation. You know, it's, it's something that needs to have the light shone on it. Uh, and it's good to see that we've got a, you know, a specific office focused on it and a specific entity focused on it. And it just really helps that whole situation where, we see so many players come out of this environment where they've given up the game they love or they've, you know, it's negatively impact their study or their social life and so on. And, and you know, it, it's something that shouldn't be around gaming. And that's something that we we want to see that, you know, over time it improves and we can all just enjoy playing video games together and not not worrying about, you know, is the is it going to turn up in school? You know, is anything going to come out that that just, you know, doesn't make a, make for a good time? And so that's, that's something that we're all for and, and we're really behind that. Fantastic. Even the occasional opportunity for a little less salt with your game, you know? That's, <laughs> that's 100%. Paul and Darren, thank you so much for having a chat to us on the Game on Australia podcast about what you guys are doing. It's been great. Thanks so much, guys. No problem. I really appreciate right. the time. Thanks so much. There it is, a couple of absolute legends, and we really appreciate their time. Once again, Paul, the Marketing Communications Manager for eSafety and responsible for the Safer Internet Day campaigns. And uh, Darren Kwan, the director of the, uh, the president of the AESA. I have two points mm. on the basis, on the back of that fantastic uh, chat with those two legends. One, I was playing, I'm wondering what Paul's doing particularly with this education thing and, and Darren about safety and, you know, and, and behaving appropriately online. Mm. Because yours and my, particularly my generation and, and yours to a point have come from all of a sudden having this facility to 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 act another way in society which yeah, is yeah. what online communication is right yeah and i'm wondering i was it's sort of as i was listening to paul talk i was thinking so i was playing red dead last night and there's a bit where and, and i know this is artistic license but i'm assuming this happened back in the day in the wild west where i just walked in the street and someone called me something out loud and i hit him and we had a fight right mm-hmm. and that has um, dimmed somewhat in society. Somewhat in society, it still happens, but it doesn't happen the way it did probably back in the Wild West, where yeah, yeah. every day you go down to town and someone want to pick a fight with you, right? Yeah. So we, as a society, over two hundred years, have determined that it's actually inappropriate to do that in the in in public, and yeah, so of course. it's stopped. Yeah. But we've got this new communication and this new society, essentially online. This is all my uni days come back to me, mm. where. It's all of a sudden now, and I saw something yesterday. It wasn't gaming related. It was on Facebook about the Eagles versus the Dockers. And oh, it was, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. disgusting. The, yeah. the language. The back, the back and forth and the vitriol about, about online. About two bloody and... football teams. Like, what are these people like? It's disgusting. Right? It's yeah. disgusting. And I'm not blaming either one. They were both as bad as each other. So I wonder whether the kids, thanks to Paul's good work and Darren's good work, that maybe in 20 years' time, the kids are going to, our kids, 
are going to look at each other and go, can you believe they used to call each other names on social media? Oh, mate, and that's the hope. I ho- that's what I'm really hoping for. That is and the hope. Like I said, um, particularly at our school, gaming gets a really bad rap. Really bad rap because mm. parents don't understand. So Paul, what he said in that interview about, you know, actually learning what your kids are doing yeah, yeah. or watching an actual, do some research before you go off half cocked. Yep. Don't go off half cocked. Go full cocked. If you're going to go full cocked, but know what you're, going, what you're getting angry about. Yeah, you know? absolutely. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing, in advertising terms, Pete, in, mm. again, my uni days, there's mm. a thing called vampire creativity, right? Yes. And what it is, it's when you create something so good that it diminishes the, the main message of, you know, oh, so, yeah, so you might, I know. it just becomes so entertaining that the that, message that, gets that, lost. The, the, the message you're trying to communicate is lost. And I think that's where we're going with our songs. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll be a song. We'll be a, uh, just a song podcast yeah, we will. about yeah. gaming. We'll just be a song podcast about gaming. There'll be medleys and everything. Yeah, oh, medleys. Yeah. But Paul, um, challenge accepted by yeah. my little friend. We're on, We're mate. on. We're, we're on. on. Uh, speaking of on. One bloke by the name of Joel Van Dahl is very, very much on. In fact, so on. They've come up with this absolute beast that we look forward to called the Australian Games Awards. And we caught up with him. Dan. Yes. What a week. <laughs> what a week. What a week, mate. What a week Amazing. and what an announcement. Yep. Uh, we will see the first ever Australian Games Awards happen. Did you say first ever? First ever, Dan. Wow. Okay, first cool. ever. Yep. So, I mean, you think about the the major Games Awards uh, events from around the world. Yep. Finally, Australia's going to have one that's going to be on the same level as those. Fantastic. So there's plenty of great things happening. A lot of really huge partners are jumping on board for this yep. as well. But we are so stoked to be joined by the director of the Australian Games Awards. It's his baby, mate. It's Did you baby. say the director? The director, Dan. I said the director. Yes. Joel Van Dahl from Trade Media. Hello, mate, and thank you for joining us on the Game on Australia podcast. Not a worry, man. Hello, boys. Hello. Mate, uh, first and foremost, our... Utmost apologies at how late we're calling you. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I actually got to fit lunch in, which was good. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. What did you have? I uh, had chicken from last night, just reheated with a touch of ranch. It was amazing. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That's shit, beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Uh, sorry, Dan. Were you going to say something? No, we'll say oh, we'll this okay. particular question we need to ask Joel. We've got a special question for you, which we'll uh, we'll get to a little bit later on, yeah. Joel. But uh, congratulations on the announcement. And uh, from what I've seen the last couple of days, also the response to the announcement as well. It's covering my social media feeds. Uh, every outlet across mm. the country is excited for this when it comes to the games industry. And in my correct in saying that uh, there's already over 2,000 nominations? Uh, yeah, we actually just passed about 3,500. Oh. So wow. Um, so that's a, I don't know, under 72 hours. It's, it's, it's blown me away. I mean, obviously, uh, we knew once we got to the voting stage, which will happen in a couple of weeks, you know, it, it's going to be a really big response because we'll, we'll be sort of pushing finalists and saying, look, you know, you've got to get your community involved in the voting. So we're expecting that to be big, but we had no idea that, that the reaction to the nominations themselves be, would be this big. Awesome. So. Well, let's uh, let's go back to, um, you know, the, the initial information for this. So it's the Australian Games Awards, first and foremost, when are people going to see it happen? Yeah, so it'll be uh, the, the evening of Wednesday, the 19th of December. So we're about six weeks away, just under. And how long have you been working on this for? Uh, a couple of months it's, it's been in the pipeline for. I mean, I've, I've wanted to do this for, for a very long time. It's just been a matter of getting the right partners on board with it uh, and making it happen uh, through our MCV brand, um, which is our sort of a trade-facing uh, part of the business. We've done the MCV Pacific Awards for about six years, but that looks at 
the actual business of games in Australia and New Zealand as opposed to the, the products and the personalities mm. and, and things like that. So this is sort of our, our first big foray into, into the public, uh, public eye, I guess. Now, um, look, I, I know a bit about this, but for the average punter who's listening to the Game on Australia podcast, and there are a lot of you, you legends, <laughs> um, if they're listening to this and going, well, you know what? I have a few nominations up my sleeve. How do they go about that process? Yeah, so it's super simple. Just head to australiangamesawards.com. Um, you can nominate. There's about four buttons just on the front page alone. They'll take you through to a nomination page. You literally just fill out which category you want to nominate for, for which we've got 30 categories for, for year one. Um, you know, your nomination, your name and your email, and then press submit, and it's done. So um, we, we're sort of encouraging everyone to nominate uh, because we don't want to get to the point where uh, someone didn't make it as a finalist because they weren't nominated. You know, it's, it's so simple. Um, it's just easier to do it. And then that way, there's no excuses. And how does it go from nominations to finalists? You, mend, uh, you mentioned voting uh, and so on and so forth. So it's not actually, um, you know, it's obviously people in the industry can nominate themselves and, and that sort of stuff. And then they can go about voting uh, on those particular nominations as well. But how do you guys go about going from the massive list of nominations that you've acquired to getting to the voting stage? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, out of that 3,000 nominations, there's bound to be a, a bunch of double-ups. So I was just looking in the back end before, and there's, I uh, know, 25 just on the front page for Kingdom Come Deliverance. So that, that would be sort of whittled down to one nomination for that, for that category. Um, so we'll work with some industry experts just to refine the, the pool. I think we're sort of aiming to have five to ten finalists um, for each category, so probably I put that almost 300 uh, potential nominees. Um, there'll be about a three or four day break between when the nominations close and when the voting opens. Um, and then from there, uh, you'll be able to go back on similar system where we'll have the category you vote on it. We'll have the ten, five to ten nominees there. So click in you know, a couple of clicks, and your your vote's cast. Now, um, so like not all of the people who uh, end up as nominations are actually going to make it. And I'm not talking about double ups and so on and so forth. Mm. But once those double ups are actually whittled down to just one per um, organisation or game or, or everything else or publication, not all of them will make it through to the voting stage. I'm hoping that we kind of end up with a nice even number for each category, to be honest, but we will have to look at them. I mean, obviously, there's there's other things. So these are obviously for games and products that have had major releases in 2018. So we'll have to obviously fact-check everything and find out that, you know, the game came out in 2017. So that's, you know, obviously not going to count. Um, but, yeah, we, we're, we're going to try and get it to, like, a nice consensus number of 10. I think it's unfair on all the nominees as well if they're looking at, oh, do I attend the event? Um, you know, if there's one of 25 nominees in each category. So we do want to kind of pick out, uh, and th- this will be done with about five or six people from, from across the industry. You know, we've got some good contacts with journalists and, and ex-industry people as well, uh, just to make sure that we're, we are selecting, you know, sort of a, a top 10, I guess, um, for each category. Unreal. Now, when it comes to, uh, you know, like, a, for example, whether it be games, games are an interesting one because you can... You know, like a, a game like Red Dead Redemption Two, for example, is a is a you can see the effort that's been put into the game, so you can justify a massive groundswell of community support coming in for this, and therefore justify a possible win and so on and so forth. But when it comes to things like uh, the, on the other side, which are built around communities, um, are you guys taking into account uh, things like making sure it's not really like a popularity contest based on? how many Facebook followers you might have or how many people you can reach? Or is that more of something for down the track? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's something we've looked at. I mean, this, as I said, we, we've officially been working on this for a couple of months. So this is going to be an event that evolves and, and we're going to be working as much as we can with the community to make sure that this is being presented in the right way and executed the right way. So, you know, moving forward, we've, we've looked at, you know, obviously adding additional categories for the years. Um, but then also maybe next year that the plan is to look at um, kind of like they do with the Logies where you've got the popular vote Logies and then you've got the sort of the, the panel voted stuff. Um, we're looking at, you know, we want to do stuff around diversity in, in games representation. We want to look at adding in things about serious games. And then, you know, so there's, there's a definite possibility that next year we'll be layering in um, sort of panel voted and they'll be presented across, you know, like a gold silver Logie type thing where there's a, a differentiator. Um, but I think the thing is, this is a public vote um, for this year. We are, you know, for, for a very long time, games has kind of been that thing that the, the mainstream media likes to have a bit of a chuckle at. Um, it, the, the industry itself now is bigger, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm definitely wrong on this, but the, it's bigger than books, film, TV, music combined, I think, in terms oh, yeah. of total dollars. It, it is so big, and it, it, it literally is the entertainment medium for this generation and, and generations to follow. And we want to give the community the chance to have their voice heard. Um, so, you know, it might be just, you know, if it's going to be somebody going on there and just spam posting for, for Fortnite, you know, uh, getting every single possible trophy it's up for. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think gamers for a long time have been left out and they haven't been asked what they want. You know, it's sort of yeah. this, this thing of being told. And this is their chance to, to you know, to have, a, to have their voices heard. And... From even just the nominations, we are noticing that, you know, this is something that's been taken very seriously. There's a lot of, you know, sort of varied um, nominations across all the different categories. It, it's just not, you know, um, again, 4 million votes for, for, for Fortnite oh, or yeah. for Red Dead or, you know, um, you know whatever the latest <laughs> meme might be. It's, uh, it's something that's actually been taken very seriously by the community and, and something I think that people probably don't give them the credit for. I just uh, spent this time voting. Did you? Yeah. yeah. You see, you have, so you haven't been listening to the conversation? No, I've been listening, but I... Um, Poor Joel's I, here I, giving us I his time the, and you're busy No, but voting. I went to the website to check it out and it's, it's a great website. <laughs> actually. It's very simple. Um, yeah. And I'm looking at a few of the uh, categories, Pete. Game on Australia could get in a couple of categories, I reckon. Well, look, I, you know, our... Best, there's not one for best Australian gaming podcast, but... No, you know. but I have... You know what? I already spoke to Joel about that yeah. during the week. And, and Joel, mate, one of the things that uh, I've really admired about the way you guys are going about this is um, you've been incredibly easy to reach in terms of communicating clearly the expectations. And Joel did mention to me during the week, Dan, that uh, there may be a podcast category next year. Oh, hello, Vicar. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. I mean, we're... we're I was kind of like the, if you've ever heard of Jerry Jones, who's the owner of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, otherwise known as America's team in yeah, the NFL yeah, over yep, there. Yep. Uh, he, he's famous in saying that, you know, he doesn't own the Dallas Cowboys, he's just taking care of them for America. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, th this is kind of the same thing with us. You know, obviously, we're the ones putting on the awards, but it's not our awards, it's the gaming community, and we're going to continue to listen to them. Um, you know, there was a very big sort of outcry about tabletop games not being included, and 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 we we heard that in the first you know sort of twelve hours I guess since the yeah. nominations went up, and we've added that for this year. You know, again, we'll continue to refine the categories for next year. I mean, there might be categories that are there this year that aren't there next year. You know, things like expanding mobile and handheld game of the year to two categories that that could happen as yeah. well for next year. So there's a lot of stuff that can happen, and I think. The, the key is as well is that um, even though there's no specific category for gaming podcasts, the categories that do exist in sort of, uh, if you go on and you can see our voting info when you go to the nominate section on the main page, 
um, you know, if I think we've got four or five um, influencer uh, sort of category yeah. uh, categories. And, you know, so if you're somebody, for example, that has a gaming podcast that's broadcast on Twitch, then there's nothing stopping you from nomin being nominated for that category or for influencer of the year. So, you know, we, we could have, rather than necessarily just being someone like a, a Lachlan or a Muzelk or, or a Champ Chong, you know, you guys and, and other podcasts would fit into that category as yeah, well. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I heard, um, I mean, I was in the office the other day and uh, I think somebody was talking to you, Dan, about um, what chocolate they should get out of the vending machine and you said Twix and they got a Twix. So I would argue you're up there for influencer of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely in that category, mate. Uh, this is, look, Joel, this is a an absolutely extraordinary thing that you guys are putting together and uh, we wish you guys all the very best of luck and, and thank you as well for going to the trouble of doing so. And our message to our audience that are listening, uh, as you heard Joel say, Take this seriously. If you're going to jump on the Australian Games Awards website, get in there and take it seriously. Make sure you are doing the right things to acknowledge the games and publications and so forth that you really think actually deserve nominations and deserves awards because people are putting their effort into something like this and it can only get even better from here and be one of the real standout events uh, going into the future for the games industry in the country. So yep. well done to you guys, mate, and uh, we Thank look you. forward to seeing what you put together. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great night. I mean, the only sort of thing I'd add is that, you know, what we've, what we've tried to do with this is, is make it the most complete representation of games. It's, it's not just the games and the accessories and hardware. You know, we've got stuff in there for esports, games, journalism, as I said, tabletop, cosplay, you know, Australian games development. We, we really want to make sure that we're covering the entire sort of Australian gaming culture and not necessarily, oh, what's just the best shooter game this year. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, definitely. But awesome, guys. Thank you so much for having me and, uh, and um, hopefully see you on the night. Now, um, before we let you go, Joel, yeah, mate. there is something that we have to talk to you about. Saying, considering okay. your lunch. Considering your lunch. Okay, yeah. Joel Vandal. What is your favourite part of the chicken? Uh, yeah, breast, but uh, in, a, in a completely non... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. yeah. I'm yeah, with absolutely. you, mate. 100%. We're, mate, that is, that is a favourite of the Game in Australia podcast, without it a is. doubt. Yeah. Like, because, <laughs> because if it's done right, you get more chicken. You do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? KFC, two-piece feed, it's always two breast pieces. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking my language! Yeah, he really is. <laughs> yes! Correct. Um, you did mention the Logies. Please don't let Grant Daniel win anything. That would be great. Um, but uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Joel, and we wish you all the best. Thank you so much, boys. Joel Van Dahl. Oh, mate. Oh, that, that, is a, that is so exciting, Peter. I can't, you know, it's just another step in what we, I think you and I are both seeing as the natural evolution of where gaming should be in society. Oh, without a doubt, mate. Absolutely. It's yeah, a no-brainer. Yeah. Yep, for sure. It's a no-brainer. It's, sure it's sure to become a massive, massive, massive event as the years go on, and um, we look forward to seeing it happen. If, just spitballing here, but let's say we do get what nominated in the finals. <laughs> do we have to go? We have to go, don't we? Surely. Of course we have to go. We, we can be those guys in the audience, you know, that just sit there when they're doing the announcement, and uh, we have to practice our... Uh, Oh, oh. So, we're so disappointed. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, so, we're, so getting, we're getting the horse. Are we getting the horse? What do you reckon? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? I could knock this out in two minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Why don't you come in, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, Mr. Ross, Ross Edwards, Edwards hey. who takes over Fellow the studio gamer. at midday. Um, Ross, <laughs> mate, you are in luck. 
because we're just about to wrap things up. But Dan's going to rant the hell out of uh, something. Can he, can he have two minutes? Can he have two minutes? Just two? Two minutes, then a show that rates. <laughs> oh, wow. Did they hear that? Yeah, why don't you come back to us when you reach 1.9 million people a week, you nugget? He does, though. Yeah, no, That's he does, thing. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, can he have two minutes? I'll just sit here quietly. Okay, right. yeah. I've got you in my sights. Bloody Microsoft and Rockstar, I'm coming at both of you this week. Yeah. Because stuff me... That bloody Rockstar game, that Red Dead Redemption 2, which I love, uh, I spent 20 minutes the other day playing a mission, uh, and all of a sudden, my bloody controller uh, said on, on the um, on-screen pop-up, uh, we're signing you out now. Bye. What? So my, my, account, like... my account signed out, <laughs> and that 20-minute mission that I had no chance to save was lost! I lost the whole bloody thing! So when I go back to do it last night, I had to play the all the cutscenes, all the bloody stuff oh, again. Oh no, you couldn't skip the cutscenes. I couldn't scenes. skip the cutscene, oh, and I'm the sitting there going, "You bastards! This, I'm a time poor dad, yeah, trying to do his best at home and slinking off for two hours of Red Dead Redemption every night, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I lost an hour yeah. due to the bloody Microsoft Rockstar fuck up. Really pissed me off. Yeah, that's rough, mate. It really that's rough. Oh man! Shout so I've done. To, yeah, shout I've out done to some our good research. friends at uh, Microsoft. Yeah. By the way. There's no real answer to it, uh, as far as I can see. Someone just said power cycle, so I had to pull the bloody PowerPoint, power club, uh, pull the PowerPoint out, mm. and leave it for literally 20 minutes. I yeah, left yeah. it and then put it back in, and then yeah. no problems. Yeah, yeah. But it just annoyed me. I hate repeating stuff in gaming. Yeah, I understand, I especially when you can't. See especially it. You've Rockstar, seen it Rockstar yeah, games. Yeah, you know, it's a yeah. long cinematic. Isn't it, it is, yeah. and it's good, but you don't want to see it twice. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. Yeah, so no. lift your game. All right, well done, Dan. That was, that was really bloody quick. I was angry too. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm better now. I feel better. Uh, you feel better? Good. Yep. Okay. That's um, it. I think that's it. Yeah, do you reckon that's it? We're that's it. this on the head? Knock yeah, it on the head, mate. Ross, Ross is... Two minutes. All right, mate. <laughs> Ross. What a bastard. Hey, He's uh, a gamer too. He is a gamer. Not much of a gamer. <laughs> oh, uh, salty. No, I play FIFA every now and again. He's good though. Do you play though. FIFA? Yes. Yeah, you do. Uh, now, big thanks to all of our great people who joined us on the podcast today. Darren Kwan from the AESA. Uh, Paul from Safer Internet Day. Just doing absolutely incredible things in that industry right now. Uh, and, of course, Joel Vandal, the director for uh, the Australian Games Awards. We're really looking forward to that, mate. It's going to be an absolute mm. ripper. Big thanks to andrewhogue.com. And hello to you if you're listening on andrewhogue.com. And, of course, our mates at PLE Computers. Go check out GameOnAUS.com. Go to the Facebook page. Check the pinned post if it's still Friday before 5 o'clock Australian Western Standard Time uh, because there's that opportunity to win NBA 2K19 on Xbox. And, of course, look out for the announcements coming very soon about how you can be a part of the winning that's going to happen. There's so much winning with Game on Australia's 12 games of Christmas promotion leading into Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm. Have a fantastic weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save. Otherwise, you have to play the bloody level again. 